Hello, everybody. Before we start today's episode, I am so excited to announce that we officially have a new sponsor of Simply Finance with Shane White, and that is Routine. Um, I actually had one of the founders of Routine on the podcast as one of my early on founder series episodes uh, back in 2020. And um, they are now officially the sponsor of Simply Finance with Shane White. So, so excited to announce them to all of you. Uh, Routine was founded by a husband and wife with one simple goal, establish healthy routines for healthy lifestyles. The founders tried a lot of hydration and wellness supplements and found that most are full of sugar, synthetic ingredients, and were also made overseas in uncontrolled environments and didn't accomplish what they claimed to do. Instead of, in running in, sorry, instead of reinventing the wheel, uh, Routine looked to time-tested natural ingredients that generations of parents have trusted. They focused on creating products that keep those natural ingredients whole but make them more convenient for our modern, busy lives. Their newest product is called Mo- Morning Routine. Um, just so you know, when we sleep, we lose around a pound to a pound and a half of water, expelling vapors, sweat, etc., each packet of morning routine, which they come in a single serve packet, little tear away packet you dump in water. Each packet contains half an organic lemon, one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, and Himalayan sea salt. This combination has all six essential electrolytes and most importantly, no sugar. As I mentioned, it's just a one uh, serving tear packet that you dump in around 20 ounces of water. Um, they suggest you start your day with this. That's why it's called morning routine. And as always, routine is made up of trusted ingredients made convenient. The link to routine is in the show notes. If you want to just go and find that, click, and it'll take you to their website. Or you can go to yourroutine.com. And as an offer from routine to all of my listeners, if you'd like to get 30%, which is a huge discount to start off, 30% off your first order at yourroutine.com. Or again, link in the show notes. At checkout, use code ShaneWhite30 to get 30% off. All right, everybody. Hope you guys check out Routine. Um, you know, as you all know, I normally always share with you guys brands, um, products that I'm passionate about. Um, you know, I've talked about Robinhood, talked about Whoop in the past, and Routine is no different. Um, I do believe in what they're building. I love their products. Uh, morning Routine um, has been something that I've been taking and have seen great results. I honestly just feel more energized. Um, I feel more hydrated, if that makes sense. Like I really do. Um, and so I think you guys will love the product. And as always, like I said, um, if you use Shane White 30, you can get 30% off your first order. So it's a great way to try out the product and see if it's something that you can enjoy. All right, everybody. The next episode is up right after this. everybody. Well, we are live with another episode of Simply Finance with Shane White. I am stoked today to have the man Holiday on the podcast. Holiday, Dude. thank you for joining. Do you mind hey, giving everyone no a way, little man. intro to yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me. Truly uh, stoked to kind of just dive into stuff. Yeah, a little overview. Um, co-founder of the Space Station with my co-founder Sean Duris or Sean McBride. 
Um, we're about three and a half, four years into the space station as kind of this conglomerate or group of companies. Um, Sean's been going at social media for six, seven years, kind of started with Snapchat, YouTube, Instagram. Um, and then, and then now the space station, we've got a couple entities. We've got space station integrations. So an influencer marketing agency, we've got space station gaming. So competitive esports. um, the Shonduras and Adley brands have continued to crush, uh, mm. and are doing like 250 plus million views, uh, a month, um, which is wild. And then we've recently in the last couple months, five, six months, we've been doing, um, a lot of angel investing. Okay. Um, so we're, yep, we got space station investments, um, which has also been uh, pretty incredible. So that's oh, kind that's of the exciting. space station. Uh, and there's a bunch of other little things like Moonwalk Media, which is a uh, agency specific to Space Station Gaming. We've got an apps team that creates apps. So a lot of other, you know, kind of pieces to the pie. Those are kind of the big companies themselves. Got it. The first question I had as you were going through all that, it came to mind. I didn't prepare this is like, how do you, how do you keep, like, how do you have enough time in the day for all these different ventures you're involved in? So the team, yeah, I and mean, the team is about 75, 80. Okay. Um, so definitely not, uh, not just Sean and I started with, with Sean, myself, garlic, pookie, chicken. That was kind of the, the team at the time, which you can yeah. tell it's all kind of funny names. Um, <laughs> some gamers, some just names that stuck, but, um, you know, it started from there, obviously at scale, we've got to continue to add people. So now we've got entire kind of groups that focus on each individual company. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. I wanted to start I get I to do to... stuff like this. Yeah. I get to do brand building, you know, on podcasts. Right. Right. No, this is probably fun just to meet more people. I know I've, I've listened to you before. I listened, what did I listen to the other day? You were on uh one of the Gary V's, uh, I think it was like ask very Gary V show. You and Sean were both on yeah. listen to that one. And I thought it was cool. Yep. You guys both talk about just like the more people you can meet, the more people you can talk to, you just don't know what it can turn into or new people finding. I you learned, you yeah. Know. I learned that from Sean. Right. Like previously I had, had obviously been an incredible networker and, and really focused on that, just making genuine relationships with people. But a mantra or just one thing that Sean had really honed in and and kind of stuck with was, you know, turning over basically every rock or taking small opportunities and making them bigger. Yeah. Uh, and in some cases, it's proven now that, you know, individuals, even in like influencer space, we knew influencers are just people that were the cameraman for someone else. So this other influencer is being followed by a cameraman. That cameraman we were just homies with and stayed close. I'm like, yeah, man, awesome. They then went on to have millions of followers and we were just buddies with them then. And then when they got bigger, we're still buddies with them. And, you know, same thing. We've had other startup founders that didn't, you know, their first startup didn't work out necessarily, but their second one is absolutely crushing. And we treat them the same and, you know, cared about them as much then as we do now. And so- uh, taking small opportunities and making them bigger, no doubt is what's, uh, been a huge part of this thing. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, I wanted to also go back. One of the first things, I mean, I've, I've, you know, I did some research obviously, but I think most people, if they know you probably know you from the space station world. Um, yep. but you actually were like in the startup world before that. And you, I know you started uh crowd mic. So I wanted to just quickly yeah. chat through, you know, love to know how you, cause this podcast and this founder series that I'm doing is um, yeah. really just breaking down how you go to zero to one. And I think understanding that first piece of how you started crowd mics and obviously end up selling it um, just would love yep. to know how that started a little background into it. And just, you know, the little spiel about how that was created. It even starts, 
Yeah, it even starts before then. So uh, my parents were serial entrepreneurs growing up. My mom had a Dairy Queen. My dad uh, had started and sold um, air medical. So like helicopters wow. landing at the hospital and, and whatnot. So he had, he had kind of started those. So I grew up in this, you know, entrepreneurial kind of mindset and, and lifestyle. And then my older brothers, Tim, who actually now runs uh, Space Station Investments, but Tim, uh, right as I had gotten back from uh, my mission, so it was like 2009, he had started up a company and raised money. And with two of my other brothers, they were kind of running that. Um, and then I worked for a little startup in 2009 that was debt collecting, oh, which okay. at the time you can imagine it was pretty, pretty rough financial uh, yeah. status, uh, specifically in the United States. And so debt collecting was the only job I could find, but you know, it was a little tiny startup team. It was like, there was like eight, nine people, um, which we were doing really well. And then from there, I went in to another startup, which was uh, janitorial services. So we would manage the cleaning of like the main areas at massive resorts. Oh, so like the okay. Fairmont Princess is in Arizona, the Arizona Biltmore. Um, and oh, wow. we were like in the common areas. So like the lobbies and the hallways and things. So I learned that and that was a lot of scale. You know, we had like a hundred contractors, okay. uh, 50 something locations. So I learned logistics and kind of movement. Uh, but again, none of these I had founded, I had just been a part of and was learning the entire process. Um, and then, yeah, finally came the day of, of crowd mics. Uh, we, Tim and I, yeah, I, had, I was actually in Sunday school at church and oh, wow. had heard, you know, somebody sitting on the other side of the room and I couldn't hear them because they were just talking. There's no microphone or anything. And I was like, how is that possible that you could FaceTime someone across the world and have, or this podcast right now, sure, you can yeah. hear each other clearly. It's great. Yet I couldn't hear somebody that was 20, you know, 10 yards away from me. And it, right. it just didn't make sense. And so I thought, what if there's some way you could talk into your phone and have it amplified up over the sound system? Oh. And so that's what sparked the idea and started it. And then, yeah, I didn't know anything about development. Tim, my brother co-founded it with me and he knew a little bit more about development, but not much. And so we outsourced that and we spent genuinely like all of our money, our savings to, to bootstrap it by ourselves to at least get it to a place where we felt comfortable asking friends and family for money. Um, okay. And so, so yeah, we ended up later raising about in total about 1.6, wow. um, the biggest chunk from Sandhill Angels, which is like a, a pretty prolific angel investment group. And yeah, we won event tech of the year. We went and sold, essentially it would turn your phone into a microphone in okay, a live event. Right. So we went and sold through uh, like Dreamforce at Salesforce. And uh, we did work with PayPal and UBS Financial and Barclays Capital and a bunch of different oh, wow. groups. So it's, and then it's like- scaled quick. Uh, I mean like- Yeah, University of Michigan and um, ASU and all these different groups because they were had live audiences constantly. And, you know, you could use your phone, talk into your phone and come over the sound system. You could do texting. So if you weren't comfortable, okay. you texted into the moderator or polling. And so, yeah, we had scaled it up and, you know, obviously went our strongest foot forward. Uh, later sold it to Biamp, which is an integrator. Um, and yeah, I mean, learned a ton about fundraising, about hiring, about, you know, taking a product that had never fit in any market uh, you know, education around that. No one had really, it was novel. No one had ever done that before sure. and getting, building their confidence. And how do you do that through marketing? How do you do that through, you know, the sales channels? And so it was a wild, wild experience to be like the, and I felt like I'd had those experiences just at the end of the day, 
uh, I wasn't like the founder necessarily. And so I could kind of walk away or at least go home and be like, process it, think about it. But they felt that strain of like, ah, this has got to go. That was right. my first like, ah, this has got to go. Um, so then, yeah, coming up here with Sean, it, it, it was a combination of all of it from janitorial to deck collecting to my mom running a Dairy Queen to, uh, you know, the most recent being crowd mics and, and kind of what we'd learned there. Yeah. Got it. Did you meet, did you meet Sean while you were building crowd mics? I met Sean on our, on our mission. So we served, oh, okay. uh, a mission for our church in Honduras. That's where Sean Duras comes from. Got it. Oh, uh, right. Right. Okay. Sean, Sean coming back from Honduras. He, he literally, his handles, he just put S, which is, you know, his first name, Sean, he put S Honduras. And then it now obviously later has become Shonduras, which is, you know, got millions and millions of followers right. and literally billions of views off so of a crazy. made up name that he had. So we met on our missions uh, and then we got back in like 2008 and then we didn't really talk or do anything until like 2015, oh, 16. Oh, wow. He had come into yeah. town. Yeah. He had come into town into Arizona for the national championship for football. Okay. And he was like, dude, we haven't caught up in forever. I hear, and we had known like Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. We'd known that, you know, he was, you know, at, uh, he was in Forbes. He was all over publications. He was like the guest on, uh, wow, not the voice, but the, uh, American the, idol. Like was he was that, the guy, like idol, Seacrest came up there and did his Snapchat with Sean and he did yeah. this whole crazy thing. He was on all these places. And then he saw me like win an event tech of the year, you know, publications and entrepreneur magazine and business insider and raising money. And oh, that's like, funny. So you guys just kind of like both were doing your own things, both kind of got visibility publicly yeah. and we're like, Hey, we should reconnect. And it's so funny how like, down. sometimes that happens, right? You don't talk to somebody for years. Yeah. yeah. Years, dude, years and years and years. We sat down from like seven until five in the morning, just oh, wow. literally whiteboarded here's things I'm focused on and I could use help on. Here's things I'm focused on. I could use help on. And so from January until, uh, when we sold in like October, September, October, we were helping each other. He was, I was using his LinkedIn to find deals like gigs where I could save him as like a speaker, like, Hey, Shondras is a speaker. And he would be like, Hey, you know, yeah, I'll speak right. at your event, but I need you to use crowd mics, you know? Okay. And so he'd yeah, pull yeah, us yeah. in with crowd mics or I'd have an event where I'm like, dude, Sean would be a killer speaker. So I'd talk to the organizer and be like, hey, you should book Sean. Like, he'd be great. Right. So we did that for a while. And that was kind of how we re-sparked that, you know, that friendship that we'd had a, a long time ago. And then from there, you know, now we're, we're best friends and been going at this for, you know, four years uh, and founded most of like space station integration in those in June of 17. So we're coming up on four years. And for people, you know, people can go look and, and see all the different things you mentioned at the beginning, but if you guys, it seems like you guys are always, you must always be kind of whiteboarding together to come up with all these different like avenues to grow the, the broader company. Am I correct in saying that? It's, yeah, it's so different. I always envisioned, and we have it, we have this like crazy boardroom with a whiteboard and, <laughs> you know, beautiful TV, like 85 inch TV. Like we have that thing. We have this office that we actually share your office. behind nice. it yeah yeah so behind our office over here we have a secret door that's like okay. opens opens up like in a cabinet and it goes all the way back to this secret room and we have a whiteboard in there and these lounge chairs it's like oh whoa this dream place and what's funny is we get so heavy during the day that it's it's like difficult to pull time off and say like okay we're gonna spend time here and here and we're gonna spend an hour and brainstorm and so we actually end up most of the time doing a lot of our like high level decision-making and movement from like 
10 until one in the morning. Um, really? And so we'll play from, we'll do like 10 to 11 or 12. So like a good hour, hour and a half. And then we'll actually end up playing rocket league. Um, so Sean and I love just a genuine love for rocket league and we've kind of always played it. And so we'll whiteboard, we'll brainstorm, we'll do all this, you know, for <clears throat> several hours and then kind of finish it off uh with just some fun rocket league and that's kind of our one entertainment piece and one thing that we do together and um so yeah it's been that way for for the last couple of years where that's kind of how we spend and you know i've got four kids and one more on the way sean's got three congrats um so well i was gonna say yeah, you guys both time have to family, everyone so. in all these companies it's wild yeah our time to just focus is like 10 to to one after uh, everyone's asleep type of thing yeah yeah yep that's so cool, man. That's awesome. Do you, um, like, I think, you know, people who know who you are, um, or know what you're up to. I mean, there's, there's tons of different things I could, I could get into, but the, the one that I yeah. thought was really interesting and the kind of the concept of this whole zero to one thing is, um, you know, people see who you guys work with. And I think a lot of times people see like how big some of these influencers have become. Yeah. What, what would you yep. say? And this is probably, there's tons that go into it and you guys obviously, you know, help a lot of these influencers. What's like the key, would you say for anyone who wants to like, whatever it is they're good at, become an influencer or, or just like be able to put better content out. What's like the key from going to zero to one of just like, what's the most important thing that you tell people yeah. when it comes to wanting to grow anything they're building? Yeah. I mean, what's interesting is, you know, Peter McKinnon's, you know, why incredible like one of my best friends and he you know has really built a name for himself has an incredibly engaged following uh you know 2.8 maybe 2.9 on instagram 5 million uh plus on youtube you know when we met peter mckinnon sean met him actually uh for the first time in at an event in ireland oh, wow. uh, and he had 300,000 subs and you know, was it was an incredibly talented, you know, uh, photographer, but but it wasn't necessarily this what you'd think now as this mega, you know, influencer. So I think from zero to one is finding people that are at point one, and you're at zero, and okay. the point one and the zero work together, and they both get to point two, you know, and then the point two and the point four, and sometimes you can swing up to a one. Uh, and they'll take your phone call. And I remember early days, like I sat down with uh, Eric Lee, one of the co-founders of LinkedIn. Oh, I wow. hit him on a LinkedIn message and he's like, yeah, sure. We can connect. It's like, what? Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's like some of the deals or some of the influencers or some of the gaming teams or whatever was just, we, we, we stood up to the plate and we swung and we hit a home run uh, and we struck out a lot of times. And so zero to one is truly about, kind of putting yourself in a situation to even get to there. Um, and that, that includes taking risks yourself, even before there's others involved, taking risk in your own career, having to change that, taking risk financially, taking risk in your time, which is incredibly valuable. And so now right. you've got to, you know, work from, you know, your nine to five or six or whatever, and then family and lifestyle, and then back on from nine, 10 until one, two, and back up at 7am. So it's like, that's part of the zero to one is, is finding the time and investing the time. Uh, and then a huge, we're just huge proponents of relationships. And so it's having these, this right here, this podcast yeah. is a great example. I literally got a LinkedIn message. Saw like, Hey man, would you mind taking 30 minutes jumping on my podcast? I'm like, sure. I literally didn't look into necessarily the podcast or background yeah. or all this stuff. I just thought, man, that'd be great. 
you know, one for me selfishly to have a great place to point to and say, Hey, here was some thoughts I had that day, but also incredible for Shane to have someone that he can say like, Hey, here's another great guest yeah. that I got to network with and showing and proving the model of zero to one, meaning you hit someone that was a zero relationship. There was nothing there. And now we have a one, which we yeah. spent, you know, 25 minutes on, on a call. So that's, that's it. That's the model is go out and open your mouth and, you know, be willing to, to do the work. Yeah. Got it. And thank you. Thank you for you taking the time. I, I was, I was pumped to even get a response from you and then just to hear you come <laughs> on. I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. It's great. It worked. It yeah. worked, man. No. So I, I appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, of course. And you guys, I mean, it's cool. I, I think the one thing I've learned from following you guys is you guys are just, you guys are involved in so much cool stuff. And I feel like you, you just through that, you guys, obviously like your network is just always growing and growing and growing. Um, I don't know yeah. if you, if you haven't looked into it, most of the founders I've had on here are actually from the food industry. I, I'm in the food industry. I work for a protein bar company love called food. RX bar. Most people love food, uh, but what I was investments are food. Well, so, and, and I didn't oh, realize yeah. that until I started. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was curious. I wanted to ask you, I know we're running out of time. I wanted to, I wanted to understand the, um, yeah, I know you're an, you're an investor in magic spoon. Um, and I know you yeah. guys are tr getting into food. Would love to just know the why, because you know it's it's very outside of the like, other things you guys do. I think it's really cool. That that one was interesting. We had a friend um, who had approached us and said, "Hey, I've got this crazy opportunity." We had never angel invested because we we're spending so much of our focus and time and money on our internal companies, sure. and so we hadn't been spending you know much outward time on anything else. We, you know, our friend comes and says, "Hey, you got to get in this round. You know, I, I think I can get you guys in." It's called Magic Spoon. We had never heard of it. So we were oh, like, okay. I don't this? know. Sounds cool. This is July of 2019. We're like, I don't know. Sounds cool, man. Like, yeah, we'd be way down. We like cereal and Sean's yeah. branding a lot, you know, had a lot of cereal involved in it. So right. Like, Good brand alignment. You know, their, their trajectory looked like it was going to do great. So we're like, yeah. So that's where we started. We invested in that. That was our very first outside investment ah, really okay. kind of ever. Or we had yeah. some other ones that we had tried to incubate that just didn't really work, but Cool. 12 months later, they're raising, um, you know, at a much higher valuation and, and really crushing and had really put the fuel on the fire and a lot, their brand awareness was incredible. Um, we then re-upped and, and reinvested in Magic Spoon, but we then started opening the door and saying, man, if it works that well with Spoon, um, from a brand alignment, we helped a lot with Influencer and moved the needle there for them. Um, and just the network that it opened up being an investor magic spoon, we're like, man, maybe we should do this more. Yeah. And so from about September to today, we've invested in like 31, 32, uh, different startups. Oh, wow. um, and some of those, a lot of those are in food. So after magic spoon, shortly after we had invested in Koya, so plant-based, uh, yep. protein drink, and then Olipop, um, nice. as well as slate milk. So lactose free, actually have those uh, guys coming on in cereal. a couple of weeks. That's funny. Studs the best Josh yeah. Manny. Yep. And then, um, a yoba jerky, which is a built on jerky. So higher protein, low sugar. Um, we had also invested in slice of sauce, which is kind of a, a novel one, one where too. you have, uh, yep. Have a slice of sauce. Um, I don't want to keep naming cause I'm going to forget somebody. So a no, bunch of others. So yeah, those are, those are really <laughs> so, cool, innovative companies too. Yeah. And so we could just, yeah, we just saw this gap and really wanted to be involved in that space. And, and once you have the network and once you've kind of established yourself and said, this is what we are going to do, and this is what we want to be involved in the, the doors and the network in the group is a lot smaller than you think. And yeah. so from one to the other, 
you know, we've just been able to say like, oh, hey, and then they'll talk to each other and be like, are they good investors? Are they good, you know, guys? Or have they moved the needle for you? And they're like, yeah. And so then we get the, the thumbs up and we can get involved. And so food for us, was, and it's been helpful for Sean and I now. Um, another one's Oats Overnight that I can't forget. Brian's like one of the coolest Great founders. One too. But for now, you know, Sean and I now are really engaged in food. We weren't necessarily then, not in a bad way, like, sure, or that we didn't care. We just hadn't, it hadn't been a, on our radar much. Now we're, we're incredibly motivated by and love to, you know, kind of be more health conscious and focused um, and get to know these founders and what they're doing. Uh, and we learned the coolest part is we get to learn a ton from them. Uh, yeah. you know, in that we're getting to see how they do things, how they operate, how they hire and fire, how they scale, where they spend their paid ads or whatever. So I think it's like an education, you know, Sean and I, Sean, had went to school and got his bachelor's, uh, in, uh, technical sales and marketing. And okay. I had gone and did nursing school. So I'm oh, actually cool. an RN. Oh, wow. Uh, I which that. is okay. wild. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this investing is kind of this like pseudo for Sean and I, like this pseudo schooling. <laughs> it's like our business school that we get to talk to all these incredible founders uh, through their pathway of raising and acquisition and uh, you know, everything in between, which is, it's, uh, it's really exciting and fun. Right. So that's space station college for you. Love it. Yeah. That's fantastic. And, and I know <laughs> we're out of time. So I'm going to ask one last question. I think this one will be like the most important of the ending ones that I, I always ask founders this, but I think you'd be interesting yep. to, to know. Um, you're involved in so much stuff. How do you plan like goals and like, what do you like tangibly use to like knock out daily tasks? Is it pen and paper? Or are you an apps guy? Cause you're really into tech. I'd be and so curious to know, like, what do you use to organize your life? I slack myself a lot of just like random thoughts or ideas or things I need. I use my notepad. Uh, I'm an Apple guy across the board. So I'll use my notepads. Um, and they flow consistently nice between my phone and my computer and everything, but that's where I'll, I'll do a lot of, you know, some of the notepads that I've got, you know, pulled up founder talk, CFO talk, um, space station, uh, which is kind of a doc where Sean and I will just throw random stuff in and, and do, uh, and then deal docs for different influencers, you know, that we'll work with and then a yeah. doc for each of the companies. So it's just really like this kind of fast paced, quick ideas. And I can go and constantly check against it when I need to rethink of something or, you know, assess, you know, different pieces. So that's kind of where and how I, uh, self-organize. And then we have a great team around us that's specifically doing, um, different pieces, you know, calendar work or, um, LinkedIn work or, right. um, you know, branding and helping posting and whatnot. Um, so that's kind of that piece. And then what was the other part of the question that was oh, just goals. So, I mean, I don't know if you, if you, if you're a person yeah. that has like yearly goals or anything, but if you, yeah, how, yeah. You, how you yeah. plan those. So Sean and I, yeah. So we, we'll sit down and set kind of yearly goals for, for each of the companies. Um, and then we'll kind of set partnership goals that of things that we kind of want to do. Um, but then we'll, you know, relook at those, uh, on a quarterly, on a monthly, sometimes on a weekly basis and just say, Hey, that that's not going to work. And that doesn't make sense. And, you know, I always used to think like, Hey, you got to have this, this one thing. And like, that's what you're doing. And there's nothing else matters. And there's parts of that and parts of these different companies that will say like, this is the North star. We all point to this. Yeah. But that star kind of moves with the, the rotation of the earth and you kind of got to move with it or the stars, sure. you know, can go away and come back. And so I think we're constantly always trying to find and stay north uh, in different ways and, and innovating. Uh, and innovation doesn't necessarily mean we came up with this way to turn your phone into a microphone. No, uh, I think ways to like uh, watch how our team 
can be better and where players can, you know, use their most passion and excitement to, to yield the highest return. So. Got it. Um, love it. So yeah, man, I, I appreciate you having me on. Dude. This no, is, thanks uh, for coming this on. Is good this is awesome. I know it was, it was short and sweet, combo. but it was really nice to meet you. If I'm, if I'm, I'm down around, for round two, way, up. yeah, let's do a round two for I'm sure. I'm down for a round two. Well, let's do, let's do like a six month or an eight month catch up and, Let's and, do it. Uh, and we'll, we'll come back on the same page. Awesome. Well, and I will link uh, everything to the show notes for you and Space yeah. Station, everything you're involved in. So don't worry about that. I and uh, we'll get it out there. I love awesome it. Man. Keep telling it, brother. Zero to yeah, one, man. Too. I appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Okay. And I will talk to you soon.